A recipe for a good day brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores, your neighborhood store. Why fight the lines at the big box chains when Little General Convenience Stores has what you need? Selling only the best quality brands like Gorelick Farms, Boston Salads, Prepared Foods, KM, and Purdue. Little General also sells lottery, tobacco products, and yes, of course, your stop for your daily newspapers. Weekly specials change every Monday, so check online at littlegeneral.com for this week's specials. Plus, LowGeneral.com is the place to go for the delicious recipes you heard here on A Recipe for a Good Day with Chef Gary. So whether you're picking up food or products for your home or if you're looking for food or coffee on the go, shop your neighborhood store. Little General Convenience Stores, open eight days a week. Have you been practicing, Gary? Yes, I have. Oh. <laughs> Can you tell? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, welcome to Recipe for a Good Day. You heard the singing. That means Chef Gary McLaughlin's here in studio from Low General Convenience Stores. If you're looking for a visual to go along with the audio of the radio program, he went with the red shirt, uh, black apron, and uh, boy, those winter highlights in your hair. That winter frosting, the hairdresser did a magnificent job on all three of them. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. He has more than that. Yeah, I got uh, I can't, I'm trying to remember. Yes. But, you know, I've known you for so long, it's so hard to remember um, when I saw you without gray hair. I'm trying to remember. Were you uh, a redhead? Were you no, a, a brunette? I, no, I had always dark hair. And then... Uh, uh, Father Time has caught up with me. Yes, but it's distinguished on you. Oh, well, thank you. Thank, thank you, you very yes. much. Yes. <laughs> I'm waiting for some sort of response to my gray hair. Oh, well, you, I mean, you look like oh, thank you. a uh, throwback of the classic beard and, you know, salt pepper yes. type of situation. And a classic beard with a mustache and nothing on top. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a fresh haircut right there. Yeah, that is. You yes. know, I can't stand it when it hits my pillow at night. Okay. I just find I cannot sleep very well if I have hair pushing against my head on the pillow. Oh, okay. So that's why I, that's why I do that. Oh, very good. Oh, of course, it's extremely fashionable on me. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. At least that's what my mom tells me. Well, there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, it is recipe for a good day. What a nice show we have for you today. We have some great specials as well this week. Those chicken drumsticks are going to oh, be yes. featured on today's program, as well as a few other items Gary's going to talk about. And uh, we have a, a slew of recipes in three distinctly different categories Wonderful. to share with you today. Uh, Chef Gary's in studio, so we appreciate uh, you making the time and how busy it is being a professional chef here in the uh, 2022 era. And uh, we made it through the holidays, but we have a whole nother year ahead, Chef Gary. Is your cooking life cyclical? Uh, do you find it, uh, you know, Januarys are typically the same throughout the years and so on and so it forth? It seems like every year it gets busier and busier. Yeah. And we have to come up with new items all the time, uh, which is fine. That's where we we can create. 
to have some fun. Uh, but it's it's just so much work to stay ahead of the game. You miss one day, and you're behind three days. Yes, 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 indeed. Yeah. So if you miss two days, you're behind six. Correct. And you lose a whole week. Exactly. My gosh, I'm good at math that way. There you go. (laughs) Uh, We appreciate you being with us. Now, this program is brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores. Here's one in your neighborhood. You know them as the convenience store with more. Uh, We invite you to uh, take part in the program. If you have something you'd like to talk or a question as we move through the show, you can email. <laughs> yeah, I got a, a joke in by the, uh, by the, somebody sent the, the show a joke. Oh, nice. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll take a look okay. at that. I just opened up the email. Recipe for a good day has an email address for you. It's askthechef at WNRI.com. How about them apples? Yeah. So you can uh, send it. Let's see what this chicken joke is, though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I bought a chicken to make a sandwich. Okay. Uh, but it did not make a sandwich. It just pooped on the floor. That's the joke somebody, <laughs> <laughs> somebody sent us on uh, chicken. We have the best audience. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Um, and uh, we have an email question as well. We'll oh. hold off because actually I think this uh, this emailer has a great uh, question and it can be tied into one of the sale items oh, nice. this week. So we'll hit that question in a few moments. Stay with us, uh, emailer, on this steak question as it'll uh, kind of be relevant with the sale item Wonderful. this week. Uh, we have a, a vegetarian uh, recipe we're going to share as we're making a conscious effort. We had a yes. request for vegetarian yes. recipes. So we'll hopefully we can get to some vegetarian chili on nice. today's program. Nice. Uh, we'll be talking about uh, a, a few little sale items as well. So before we get to what's on sale this week at all little general locations, Chef Gary, who or what or whom is your shout-out of the week? Okay, I'd like to do a shout-out to uh, two, uh, two groups. One is the uh, uh, highway division of the city. I- I'm telling you, they, they're doing such a good job. Uh, I know we haven't received that much snow yet, but it just seems like traveling in Woonsocket on a snow day is so easy. I mean, you have to Take your time. You have to be aware of everything around you. But the roads are clear. They're working hard. And I just want to wish them nothing but the best. Well, they'll probably be working tomorrow morning once again as we're expecting some snowfall. Tonight? uh, uh, Really in the early hours of tomorrow morning. It looks like it'll be uh, starting out at rain somewhere in that 4 or 5 a.m., but it's going to change over by 6. Okay. Uh, to snowfall right now, we're showing the possibilities of seeing a half an inch of snowfall an hour for a few hours. So we could be seeing two, three inches of snow, wow. okay. but it'll make its way out before noontime. Okay. So Great. it's again, it's a morning commute situation. Roads should be cleared Very up. Good. But then... Oh, Gary, it's going to be cold out tomorrow Uh, uh, night. Jeff, how cold is it going to be tomorrow? It's going to be so cold that the Arctic foxes are trading in their furs for tickets to Florida. Oh, wow. That's That's cold. That's That's pretty cold. cold. It's going to be so cold out there. That I'm, that I'm actually going to wear four pairs of pants. Today, I only have three. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I actually do have three pairs of pants. Wow, that, that, that's amazing. Uh, that's I don't amazing. like to be cold, Gary. I hear you. I yeah. hear you. Uh, the second shout-out I want to give to, uh, you know, years ago, Jeff, uh, in my culinary career, 
I did work at uh, a little place, you might have heard of it, Ye Old English Fish and Chips. Yes, I've heard of that yes. uh, new business. Yes. A century plus old. Yes. Well. Were you there when it opened? Uh, I feel like I was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, they're celebrating 100 years, folks. A business in Wasaka. It's the oldest family restaurant in the city. Chance has the oldest family restaurant building, but Chance had two owners. But they're the original owners at Yield English Fish and Chips for 100 years. And I was there for 10 years, 10 wonderful, wonderful years. And I just want to wish them the best because... Uh, I'm, I'm part of part of the history because you're sentimental. I am. Why. I am because it, it was a great place to work. Yeah. Uh, the Robinson family, wonderful people, and you know they do so much for the community. Uh, so I just wanted to let them know that I'm thinking about them and uh, congratulations. And uh, I always like their French fries. Oh yes, they were nice and good, thick fries, yes. and they were dark. Yes, and there's something about the dark fries. Yes, now. Don't give out the secret if it is a secret. Well, but uh, how do you get them so nice and dark and tasty? Well, there's uh, uh, two things. It could be the uh, type of potato because uh, throughout the year you're going to have different uh, styles of potatoes. You know, when you, uh, one month you may have a russet, and then the second month you might have a uh, baking potato, which is uh, whiter, uh, whiter skin inside. But then the process, uh, you pre-cook your item, but then you order a fish and chip, they'll reheat the fries for you and cook them. So it's that, that last drop. And it's that last drop. Exactly. Right. Yes. Of course, you got to have that malt vinegar on it. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. When I was a kid, I used to go to the Old English and we'd get an order of fish and chips, my mother and I. Well, my mother would get it because I didn't work at the age of eight. Okay. <laughs> um, and she would eat the fish from the inside. Sure, sure. I'd get the batter and the fries. There you go. And that was one of the best I loved. I'd just eat the fish batter sure. and the fries. It was the most delicious meal. Maybe not the healthiest thing. In hindsight, True. but oh, was it good, Gary? Yeah, I love the batter. Over the years, they have changed the oils mm -hmm. and so forth, so it's it is a healthier product. Yep. Uh, but you know, you, you don't want to have that seven days a week. <laughs> no, I wasn't even eating the healthy part, the fish. I yeah, was just yeah, eating the skin. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I just wanted to give those two a mm. shout out. Yes. I haven't had that in a long time. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'll split a fish and chip with Dina, give her the fish and eat the batter. There you go. Although my doctor might not like that. <laughs> but it's so good. Yes. There's something about their batter. Exactly. And it's I know just, the recipe. Uh, don't give it out. Oh, I'm not going to give that out. That, that, you know, I, I've been sworn to secrecy yeah. with that. Oh, very good. Uh, as we do move through the programs, uh, you'll hear me say that a lot because I don't want to infringe on... A, a perhaps a, a trademarked recipe right. uh, for an establishment on the legal end, but I also don't want to hurt the revenue sales. And I do the same thing with Chef Gary as last week. We did talk stuffed cabbage, but I didn't want the little general stuffed cabbage Correct. recipe. Uh, we don't want to infringe on that, but we want you to become a, a better, more efficient home cook, as I have the last yes. night. For instance, it was meatloaf, um, meatloaf Tuesday. 
Oh, nice. So we, we get home, we have all this stuff, and we did not have my beloved Tempo meatloaf mix from Little General. Uh, we did not have the vehicle either. Her daughter happened to have her car. So we were immobilized, if Uh-oh. you will, at the time. So Dina says, well, I guess we just won't have meatloaf tonight. We'll do something else. And I said, well, Dina, chances are they made meatloaf before Tempo was ever created. I'm sure. <laughs> I, said, I, don't, I haven't done four years of this cooking show to bail out because we don't have boxed seasoning. Right, exactly. So uh, we made it from scratch last night. Okay. Uh, the, the good old meatloaf. Um, if I hadn't left those, I surely would have brought you some. Oh, I'm sure you would have. Yes. Uh, but it was so good. <laughs> yes. I ate about a half a pound uh, of the beef myself. Just cut that meatloaf in half and uh, they were all gone. Yeah. But uh, it was fun to make it from scratch. Okay. I had to make my own breadcrumbs. Okay. Which was a first. And, and the question was, though, to soak or to not soak the breadcrumbs before the combining process. I normally don't soak. You don't soak. No, no. As I was going through the books, I was finding it both ways. Yeah. Um, but what I did find, and I'll just mention this, we'll wrap it up, is on the soaking or not soaking of breadcrumbs, if you are measuring it out, and let's just say you, you got a half cup of soaked breadcrumbs, you're going to use a half of that if they're dry breadcrumbs. Right. So that was an interesting thing I was reading up on last night. Really so good. if you are making something and you have a recipe uh, and you see that um, measurement of, of soaked breadcrumbs, but you're not soaking them, just cut the breadcrumbs uh, measurement in half yep. and you're good to go. Perfect. It was a good, perfect meatloaf. I wish you could have had some. One day I will. Oh, <laughs> you missed a nice leftover buffet a few weeks ago. When you I, heard, I oh, heard. Oh, my goodness. But, Chef Gary, it's time for us to find out what our shopping agenda is. And it is a rather nice one uh, this week. I was yes. excited when I saw uh, the uh, sale flyer this week. Remember, you can always go to lowgeneral.com, not only to hear past editions of Recipe for a Good Day, but you can also uh, see what's on sale if you don't want to wait till Wednesday. Right. program. But it is Wednesday, Chef Gary, so what are we shopping for this weekend wow. at all Little General locations? Well, we got some wonderful things today. And one of my, there's an item here that one of my new favorite, one of my new favorite things. Uh, the first one I, la- I want to do is the boneless ribeye steaks. $9.89 a pound, folks. I'm telling you, the meat that has been coming in is such high quality and our meat cutter, Larry, is such a perfectionist. His steaks are so wonderful. And I saw a new cooking show this week, this past week, and I'm, I want to try this recipe on that ribeye steak. So that's coming up in, if I have leftovers, I will Was definitely like a share. marinade? No, actually, it's a, uh, uh, the gentleman on the show made a, uh, flavored butter, a quick flavored butter to put on top of the, cooked ribeye that he was cooking and it looked absolutely wonderful it was a port butter using port wine uh but now if you want something more and you're feeding your family we also have the bonus ribeye roast 9.49 a pound and i'm telling you they're lean the quality of the meat is wonderful and if you cook it low and slow you don't have as much Waste, okay? Low and slow will get the job done. Uh, also, from our dear friends <clears throat> uh, for our stores, chicken drumsticks, 
Jeff, 99 cents a pound, and they're a good size. They've always were. Uh, there's so many uses you can do with that. You know, you can make fried chicken. You can make chicken cacciatore. You can make soup. You can make chicken salad, uh, you know, using the dark meat. Uh, it's just a great product, 99 cents a pound. Uh, Hormel cooked ham, you know, for your lunches for the kids, $3.99 a pound. You can't beat it, folks. That's just a great price. And um, the Hormel cooked ham uh, is um, good in the sense that it's not salty. Okay, I mean, there's you can taste a little, but it's not uh, heavily congested with salt. One of my favorite things, we have the Alfresco chicken sausages back. They are wonderful. They come in three flavors, apple, which is green apple, Italian, and the sweet. Let me tell you, if you use that, say the apple sausage, and you put it over pasta. What a wonderful dish. And the flavor is mild but intense. In other words, you can taste the chicken. You can taste the apple. It's so good. So, uh, it's really something you got to try for the household folks because it's just a great product. It really is. I just enjoy it so much. Uh, you know, this is a tough time, and, you know, supplies are tough. Uh, getting uh, product into uh, stores is, is tough, but we're doing everything we can to hold down the prices. And uh, We can't hold it down much lower than 99 cents a pound for a drumstick. That's right. That's right. Now, uh, also, um, one other thing we have on sale that uh, we don't normally see, but we have iceberg lettuce. On sale, one ninety nine ahead, and what do you do with iceberg lettuce? Well, well it makes we a have, great salad. We have uh, today. We're going to talk. Uh, we're going to tell people about iceberg lettuce. Wonderful, because I always heard. Well, there's no nutritional value because that's what I eat in a salad, but there actually is. Yes, and we're going to tell you about that. And it makes the classic sandwich, the classic BLT. We're also going to tell you how you can use lettuce in a soup. Oh, yeah, so I've done that. Uh, yes. And yes. Uh, if you are looking to eat healthy, avoid the bun, use lettuce as a lettuce wrap. Correct. We're going to be talking about lettuce uh, quite a bit so, today. So. so many uses. Yeah. So that's our specials for this week. They're good until Sunday night. And uh, come on down. And uh, if you need something from our meat cutter, he's always willing to help. Uh, but, you know, when you go there. Is that Larry? That's Larry. Hi, Larry. Yes. Uh, but besides our meats and our uh, deli, and our produce, you know, we still have the lottery. We still have our coffee. We still have the newspapers. We are the convenience store with more. All right. Thank you, Chef Gary. And we're going to be utilizing that iceberg lettuce quite a bit when we do return. This is Recipe for a Good Day. Thank you for being with us. Recipe for a Good Day brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores with six locations for your shopping needs throughout the Blackstone Valley. Two-in-one socket, Manville Road, and Cumberland Hill Road. Gray Road, North Smithfield, Front Street in Lincoln, Chapel Street in Boroughville, and Central Avenue in Pawtucket. Always hot, always fresh coffee stations to get your day started. Grab-and-go meals perfectly prepared for you, whether it's for an easy lunch to get you through your work day or to make an easy, satisfying 
satisfying dinner to end your day. And of course, delicious deli items from top-of-the-line lunch meats to top-of-the-line steak and chicken products. Oh, and of course, always fresh ground hamburg. Stay up to date on each week's sale items by going online at littlegeneral.com. Your convenience store with more. Little General, where you always get a smile, a please, and a thank you. Open every day, including today. Proud sponsors of Recipe for a Good Day, Little General Convenience Stores. Well, once upon a time at the dollar store, somebody asked what I was thankful for, and it took me a second to reply. No, it wasn't that long, I can't lie. I hunkered down and I stared him in the eye. When's the last time you had a biscuit dry? You can hear a pin drop at that dollar store. When I said the thing I'm most thankful for is butter. You can put it on cornbread and biscuits too. There's so much that you can do. Baby cream cheese butter's heaven sent. Butter for mayor, butter for president. With your taste well, butter is kind of the uh, crux of an email question we have here, and you talked earlier, okay. Chef Gary, that you have those boneless ribeye steaks on sale, yes. nine eighty nine a pound, and they're beautiful. And with that comes a question, okay, and it involves a uh, cooking steak and maybe a little bit of butter. The question is, when frying a steak, and maybe they want to fry that boneless ribeye steak for nine eighty nine a pound, uh, what type of oil do you use in the pan? Um, obviously, uh, you're looking at a vegetable oil, canola oil, peanut oil. Um, you could be using an olive oil. Yes. Uh, an extra virgin, but I don't, wouldn't use it for that, prob- right, probably. Right. Um, or perhaps the emailer says, do you just use butter? Butter for president. And, um, what particular seasonings do you like on said steak? Okay. Well, uh, basically, you want to put a little oil in the pan. Whatever you have at home is fine. Okay, uh, the canola oil, the vegetable oil, the, uh, uh, the, any oil is fine to use, and you want to. You don't have to dress the pan. You want just you're enough not floating to, the steak. No, you're not floating, and the, the oil steak. will spread as it heats. Correct. And then what you want to do is uh, for a ribeye, I would like like the classic salt, pepper. Uh, if I'm doing a seasoned steak. Then I'll put that seasoning on, depending. It could be a barbecue or a Cajun or whatever you want. You put that on uh, as a dry rub. Okay. Uh, once you flip your steak, you cooked it on one side, you flip it over. Then you can add a little butter to the frying process. Now, you're doing this because, one, you don't want the butter to burn. Okay. But that butter will give you flavor and as you're cooking it, you can tip the pan towards you and have a spoon, and you're going to take the butter and just reapply, drizzle, reapply it on your ribeye. Oh, oh, I see the process right now. I can taste the steak right now. And that's how you cook your steak. And you want to go a medium rare. You know, some people like it well done, like Mr. Bouchard. He loves his steaks well done. I mean, shoe leather, well done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, like I, I typically use an olive oil. Okay. Most 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 times I'll use olive yep. oil from almost everything. Um, I'll use a little bit of um, of a coarse salt, like a sea salt, to okay, like grind nice. on there. Yep. A little pepper, but I like a uh, and I I, I want to say it might be McCormick seasoning. Oh yeah, sure. Um, it's yep. a smokehouse maple. 
Oh, okay. So I really, it's just my, my taste. I like that smokehouse maple. Yep. It's terrific. If it sounds good. Chicken sounds well. good. But I like a little bit of that on there. And the big thing that, 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 that Gary has, has taught all of us is after that cook, during what is most important, that resting period, you got to remember to rest that meat. Exactly. You don't want to cut into it right after you take it out of the frying pan. Put it on a plate, let it rest. Now, what we mean by letting it rest, you're letting all the juices go back into the meat. So you're having that flavor and it's moist and it brings everything full circle. So that's when you want it to rest. You know, you're talking five, seven minutes before you cut into it. And if you really want to cheat, uh, I have a seasoning that is a notable steakhouse. Okay. So I get their secret spices right in my own kitchen. And uh, there are many times if there is one that you might like, you can actually find their little seasonings. Right. Uh, on the but way for me, the uh, you know, just give me the classic salt and mm. pepper, a little uh, garlic, or you can fry some garlic uh, in your pan with that. Oh, garlic with the steak, outstanding. And you're putting a butter tab on there during that resting period. Yes. And... Uh, I, I saw this new show and it was a, uh, um, an older person against a very young person. I'm talking junior chef, kids. Mm -hmm. And he actually took port wine. He melted some butter, took some port wine and rosemary, mixed it together, put it back in the refrigerator. As it was cooking, he then scooped it out with like a like a uh, ice cream scoop or maybe a smaller, and he put it on top of that ribeye. Uh, he had me at rosemary. I'm telling you, it looks so good, and the color, the color was so nice because of that port wine. I'm telling you, he did win the show, and uh, you can do any of that. But uh, to make a, a quick flavored butter, you just want to melt your butter, put that ingredient in. And let it harden up again. Uh, those young chefs can be inventive. Yes. I remember cooking with my son when he was just a little tot, and I let him make his own hot dog. Oh, of course. Yes. So he had a hot dog in the bun, uh, ketchup, of course. You know, you got to have that. Yes. Uh, with some uh, peanut butter and jelly on that. It looked interesting, but he ate three of them. So well, there who, you go. who am I to judge? Exactly. <laughs> Did exactly. I try one? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll never forget the peanut butter jelly ketchup hot dog. There, there you go. As made by Thomas Jeffrey Gamash. Uh, we're going to turn to the world. I hope that helps your uh, your question email. Thank you so much for sending that in. And if you have a question you want to hear discussed, just email. Yes. Ask the chef at WNRI.com. Right. And uh, to that reader. Don't be afraid of the butter. <laughs> yeah. no, especially on the beef, the beef right, product. Exactly. You know, I was curious. So I tried it with chicken. Didn't have the same effect on the chicken that it had on the beef. But beef, even a burger patty, oh. if you fry that burger patty, you may use a little less of a tab of butter than Correct. a ribeye steak. Correct. But it adds a lot to the burger. Well, as well. you know, uh, Jeff, for future, Anything beef. Uh, for future reference, try a cheeseburger on a buttered English muffin. Yeah, you I, you keep mentioning oh, it. I haven't tried you. it yet. Oh. 
Um, I'm going to do that. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Uh, we're going to talk to World of Iceberg Lettuce. It's a dollar ninety nine right yes. now at all little general locations, and it's my preferred salad. I used to love to go to my dinners at Valleys and tell Phil um, <laughs> I'll have a uh, uh, angel hair pasta with meatballs, your Sicilian uh, garlic bread with the cheese on it, and uh, a salad just lettuce and cucumbers. And he says, "Oh, you want?" And that's the first time I heard the term a honeymoon salad. Yes, a honeymoon. I says, salad. "What do you mean, Phil?" He says, "Lettuce alone. alone." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, what I would pay for one of Phil's cheesecakes. Yes. Oh, Outstanding. Outstanding. Um, it was always one of my favorite places to go eat. But uh, iceberg lettuce, people said, well, you eat that, but so what? There's no nutritional value to that. So when I saw the sale item, I said, hmm, let's get down to this. And, it, and actually, there is... Uh, some nutritional value uh, to this. Um, so I have the research right here. What is iceberg lettuce? Of course, it's a mild flavor, crisp texture salad uh, lettuce that has that pale green texture and the nice round head that can resemble quite a bit of cabbage. Correct. Uh, but it's crunchy, it's versatile, and as you mentioned earlier, not only a staple for salads, but also the perfect lettuce to top off your burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Yes. Um, nutritional values, though, although there are a low amount of calories, which is a big benefit right off the back. It's a filling product, yes. low in calories, high in water content. So if you are attempting to lose weight, Iceberg lettuce salads is a must in your diet. Correct. And Correct. that is a health benefit worth in itself. Um, in addition to that, though, it also has a good amount of fiber in there. Yes. In addition to that, it has two vitamins you need, vitamin K and vitamin A. So you do get some vitamin benefits from that. There is a smaller amount of um, vitamin B6, iron, and calcium that can be found in that head of lettuce as well. But for a health benefit, nothing can help promote weight loss better than a diet of salads based with iceberg lettuce, yes. especially if you're adding the right things into the salad. Yeah, you know, your cucumbers, your it. tomatoes, your onions, and then you top it off with a cup of dressing. <laughs> Vitamin K is important because it helps promote good, healthy bones. You want good, healthy, yes. strong bones. And it's also known for its ability to maintain healthy blood clotting. Vitamin K also plays a, a key role in our development uh, during the growing age. And this was actually studied in nearly 2000s of uh, the bone density within women. So women are those you concerned, you hear the word osteoporosis. Uh, this is one of those products that is a good healthy eat. Plus it's a low carb substitute on your diet. Yes. Um, so it can have a lot of uses as well. Uh, we have a few of those for you right now. Of course, the number one salad. Yes. Uh, the good old-fashioned traditional chef salad is the starting point for just about anything. Um, I have here a few items that would be in a chef salad, and Chef Gary uh, stare this any way that you see fit. Now, the classic chef, uh, chef salad recipe is a healthy energizing uh, lunch. Of course, you have your lettuce, you have your cherry tomatoes, <coughs> you have your cucumbers. Uh, here it uses turkey and ham steak as okay. the meats within the salad. It uses Swiss cheese and cubed cheddar cheese. And that's always an interesting cheese combo. Yeah. <coughs> I usually go provolone. Okay, okay. I like a provolone with the Italian right. dressing. Normally, I, w I, I wouldn't put two cheeses in a salad. No. 
Yes. No, I, I would drop the Swiss cheese. Yeah. If I had to choose between the two, I'd take the cheddar over the Swiss. Yeah. But I do prefer provolone, uh, nicely sliced, nice yes. and scattered throughout. Um, and he put a hard-boiled egg in their salads. Correct. You cut that up. Uh, the thing I never understood, uh, maybe uh, it's a palate cleanser, but croutons. I just personally don't like croutons. Well, now you're dealing with a, a different texture. Yeah. Okay. And they're flavored. A lot of them are garlic and herb or whatever they may be. Uh, so it's a, a contrast to the soft lettuce, the soft tomatoes, the cucumbers, and so forth. Uh, but I'm not a, I'm not a, a crouton fan myself either. No. no. I, move them aside. Let me get at the good stuff. Right. <laughs> exactly. The dog likes them. Well, okay. <laughs> They're nice and crunchy. That's how croutons go to the dogs. But there was an interesting salad that I thought sounded terrific that I wanted to mention. And it's the strawberry iceberg salad with blue cheese vinaigrette. Oh, nice. Doesn't that sound absolutely delicious, Gary? Uh, and if you're okay with this, one of the items in there is bacon. Bacon in the morning, bacon, bacon in the evening. evening. Oh, bacon yes. Yes. I miss bacon. I would cook two pounds on a Saturday and eat one before anybody got home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, you're looking for five thick-cut bacon slices, and you're going to cook them until they're nice and crisp and crumble them up. Uh, you're going to get a medium iceberg head of lettuce. Trim it and core it and slice it into one-inch thick rounds. You should get about four or five rounds out of nice. that. Uh, any tip on the trimming and coring process of an iceberg lettuce head? Uh, basically, uh, when you uh, want to take the core out, just give it a whack on the counter. You know, it's still wrapped. Whack it. Core down. down. Core down. Whack it on your counter or, or on your cutting board. And then open it, and you pull it'll pull right out. No kidding. Yes. Oh, thank you for that. Tip. Yes. And the other thing is, um, you a lot of times near the core, you're going to see a lot of the white of the lettuce. That's okay to use. Okay. Yeah. I usually give that to Dina in her plate. <laughs> uh, you're going to get uh, six ounces of strawberries, and you're going to haul and slice those strawberries. That's roughly nine good-sized strawberries. Yep. And then uh, one-quarter medium red onion, thinly sliced. It's that simple. Uh, the vinaigrette dressing, two ounces of blue cheese, crumbled up. It's about a half a cup. A half a teaspoon of finely minced garlic. It's about one half of a medium size nice. of clove. A pinch of sugar. Uh, if you want a little more to, for, for taste, you can add a little more, but start off with a little pinch of sugar. Three tablespoons of apple cider vinegar, white wine vinegar or champagne vinegar. I would go with the apple cider myself. Correct. It sounds like it would go perfect in this salad. Three tablespoons of extra virgin olive oil and a salt and fresh ground black pepper. The directions mm. are simple. Nice. Yeah, that's wonderful. Uh, place the lettuce rounds onto the plate, uh, arrange all slices on a larger platter, and then uh, top with the uh, crumbled bacon, strawberries, onion slices. You're going to make that vinaigrette with the items we mentioned. In a bowl, use a fork, mash in that blue cheese and the garlic and the sugar. Mix it all up in that cider vinegar until the blue cheese is melted, actually disintegrated into the vinegar. Uh, you don't need to mash it until it's completely smooth. You can have a few pieces of cheese floating exactly, around in there. Exactly. And then add in the olive oil and whisk it. It'll come out nice and creamy. You can adjust the seasonings, maybe a little more sugar, a little more salt, a little more pepper. Correct. Take that freshly made uh, dressing and drizzle it over the stacked salad. If any blue cheese remains, it doesn't hurt to drop those crumbles on top as well. Correct. 
And that is your strawberry iceberg salad with homemade blue tree blue cheese vinaigrette. Outstanding. You got me drooling on that one. There you go. Oh, there you goodness. go. Uh, but other things you can do with lettuce, Chef oh. Gary. Uh, you can utilize it within soups, and I did not know that. Yes. Um, so I do have a recipe here. Is it something that you see off? I don't read. You heard of cabbage soup, but not yes. so much lettuce. Uh, soup. You know, I've done it. I've done it before with lettuce, uh, uh, kale, also uh, uh, endive, uh, romaine. Uh, so you can use lettuce in the soup. And keep in mind, we're covering iceberg lettuce, which is on sale at all general stores for one ninety nine. This is a recipe for cucumber pea lettuce soup. Wow. And it has a one teaspoon of uh, ripe seed oil, a small bunch of spring onions, chop them up, one cucumber roughly chopped, one large round uh, head of lettuce, again, decor it, chop it up, um, some, uh, it's, this is very specific, 225 grams of frozen peas. Wow. <laughs> Very specific yes. amount of peas. Count them out. Four teaspoons of vegetable bouillon. Four uh, tablespoons of yogurt. Um, you know, it's an optional there for the yogurt. It's okay. more of a topping. But uh, you can, I guess, uh, keep it plain, I would say, in that in this uh, soup. And four slices of rye bread. And this is the meal they put together. So boil up water in that kettle. Heat some oil, Heat the water in the kettle. Meanwhile, heat the oil in a large non-stick frying pan and cook the spring onions for about five minutes in that frying pan. Okay. Uh, stir them frequently. Let them get soft. Add in the cucumber, lettuce, peas, and then pour in the pour that all into the boiled water. Stir in the bouillon. Cover. Let it simmer for another ten minutes until the vegetables are nice and soft but still bright green. And then blitz the mixture with a hand blender until smooth. Serve it hot, cold. Your choice is yours. Now the yogurt, you can top some of that soup with a blob of the yogurt. Think of it like cream and a hot chocolate. It's just going to float there on top. And if you like, you have those rye bread slices along the side of the soup. It's a healthier go. bread alternative okay. for just the notion that you can use lettuce in soup. And that is cucumber pea lettuce soup. Wow. Odd combination. Well, you know, I got to tell you, I'm not a fan of um, cooked cucumber. I'm not. I, uh, I, I, I don't see the application in it. Uh, in this soup, uh, you, they did say you could serve it cold, which would be a gabacho soup, uh, cold soup. And I can see that application. But as a hot soup for cucumber, I, I, that, that I can't see. Must be for people on the West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing you can do with lettuce is use it in substitute of a bun or a loaf of bread. And actually, I've seen Roger do this quite a bit, where the innards are, are of the sandwich have a lettuce leaf around it. Yes. And that's how they eat that. Uh, there's a ginger turkey lettuce wrap recipe. Oh, that sounds wonderful. That I had pulled out. Uh, and again, we don't expect you to be able to write these recipes down as fast as we deliver them. That's why we encourage you to go to littlegeneral.com where you can 
uh, write the recipes down at your own pace by listening right there on their website. Right. At the bottom of the page, you see, listen to recipe for a good day. You hit that in the archives, open up, you click on a show, hit the play button. You can play and stop it at your own pace. Right. We're merely acting as a muse here yes. to inspire you for an idea. Uh, ginger turkey lettuce wrap, Chef Gary, is a tablespoon of vegetable oil, sunflower oil. Uh, some uh, minced turkey, preferably breast meat. Uh, two carrots, finely chopped. Uh, some green beans, finely chopped. Some uh, ginger, peeled and grated. Nice. Uh, two garlic cloves, crushed. Two tablespoons of soy sauce. You need some iceberg lettuce and the leaves separated. And six tablespoons of plum sauce, or you just open up a little jar of some sweet chili sauce, nice. and that would serve it just exactly. as well. Three easy steps here. Get out a large wok or frying pan, heat up some oil, fry the minced turkey until it's browned and cooked through, transfer it over to a bowl, put it aside. Tip the carrots, water, chestnuts, and beans. If you want to add a little uh, extra things in there, some water, chestnuts, and um, beans would work just fine into a pan. Stir fry that for some two minutes. Add in the garlic, add in the ginger, Drizzle over the sto soy sauce and stir fry that. When you're stir frying, it's not going to take long, two, three minutes. Correct. There should be plenty Correct. of time there. Uh, add in the minced uh, uh, portions and stir fry until it's hot. And then you can add in some seasonings. If you want to salt and pepper it to taste, go right ahead. That's right. Uh, just pile the turkey and vegetables onto that lettuce leaf and uh, drizzle that uh, chili sauce or maybe if you can use a plum sauce over it and then uh, flip, tuck, and roll exactly. that lettuce leaf to uh, hold all those ingredients. Yes. And that becomes your, your, your wrap or your pita bread. Right. And when you do uh, roll it and flip, uh, put the uh, sides in, don't make it too tight because it will actually tear. So you want it a little loose. That was okay. a question somebody had last week uh, regarding the uh, stuffed cabbage. Was rolling cabbage, is it the same as rolling lettuce? That you just don't make it too tight and you should prevent cracks? Well, with, with the uh, boiling, you're going to be boiling the cabbage. Mm -hmm. Okay. And again, you want good size leaves uh, so you can have the application inside the rice and the hamburger. And you want to roll it where it doesn't rip. But... Cabbage by nature is thicker than, let's say, an iceberg lettuce. So you shouldn't have that problem. So the iceberg would be more delicate to make this turkey. Correct. Correct. That would be to make that. Thank you very much. Well, those are just some of the wonderful things you can do with iceberg lettuce. Yes. From soups to using it as a, as a wrap uh, to using it on your sandwiches, your burgers, and, of course, in a salad. One you know, the classic BLT, perfectly toasted bread mayonnaise on both sides of the bread. Uh, well, I mean both both ends. And then you have your iceberg lettuce. And then you have your bacon, you know, maybe 12 or 16 slices. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have that giant slice of tomato with a little salt and pepper to taste. And then you cut it in an angle. And then you take your first bite 
and it tastes so wonderful. And then the mayonnaise drizzles down your chin. Well, that's another story. And you to- <laughs> do, you, do you toast your bread? Yes. Yes, yes. you got to toast that bread. You have to toast that bread. Oh, I'm telling you, a classic sandwich for a classic uh, show. Well, remember, <laughs> this is your recipe for a good day, and we're all getting hungry together. Uh, we're going to try to move along with a few more recipes when we return, but we remind you about LowGeneral.com. I forgot to listen to Recipe for a Good Day. How do I go shopping now? What's on sale this week? I don't know what to feed Funky the Monkey. Well, Anna Marie, we have you covered all at LilGeneral.com. That's where you can find out what's on sale this week at all Lil General locations. And now can listen to past editions of Recipe for a Good Day. Just go to LilGeneral.com. You'll see the tab for the weekly flyer. Click that. You'll see the specials this week at all Lil General locations. And at the bottom of the page, you'll see the link to listen to recipe for a good day so if you miss a show or are unable to write down a recipe now you can go listen anytime at your time at lilgeneral.com If you have a question from your kitchen or a recipe you'd like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Just email the show at asktheshef at WNRI.com. That's asktheshef at WNRI.com. All right, it is uh, your program. We're going to be, uh, first of all, apologizing. I teased earlier that we had a vegetarian chili for you. Um, and looking at the clock, we're not going to have time to get to that. I'll move it to next week. As, uh, it's a little more, um, well, at least the ingredient list is a little longer gotcha. to get through. Okay. So we, we apologize to our vegetarian friends out there. I do have, I have bought a few vegetarian, uh, this is called Vegetarian Delight. So nice. we have purchased into some cookbooks for the vegetarians and vegans out there as yes. well. So we'll be slipping some of those in through the year. Just not today. Yes. Now, uh, just real quick on the salad. Uh, if you want a nice little change in a toss salad, instead of using cherry tomatoes or uh, vine-ripe tomatoes, try using stewed tomatoes. And then what you do is when you drain, you drain the sauce, Save the sauce, you know, the extra broth from the tomato, and add that to any of your salad dressing. But use a stewed tomato, and it's softer in texture, and it gives such a different taste with the other ingredients. So just a little tip on making it different for you. Well, it is going to be cold this weekend. Oh, Jeff, really? How cold is it going to be? Oh, it's going to be so cold. Smokey the Bear came out of the woods looking for a book of matches. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's so cold, Chef Gary. Last night at the State of the State address, politicians had their hands in their own pockets. Ah, <laughs> that's cold. That's cold. That's cold. Uh, but what we have here is, um, is drumsticks. I like that one. No, no. Uh, the drumsticks are on sale, 99 cents a pound, and these are good-sized drumsticks. Yes, oh, they're wonderful. Uh, we're going to give you a few recipes. Recipes that you can use the drumsticks for. I'll remind you, though, you can go listen to a past edition. Uh, if you go to lowgeneral.com, you hit the recipes for a good day tab, and you scroll down to October 20th, 
2021, we had a nice uh, crockpot buffalo chicken drumstick recipe. I remember that, yes. So if you want to make some of those buffalo chickens and draw a little heat on that, uh, you can go listen to the October 20th edition, which is available at lowgeneral.com. But I have three here for us, Chef Gary. Wow. So let's get uh, going with uh, how about some uh, instant pot smoked um, and it's pot smoke, not smoked pot. <laughs> it's been pot smoke, paprika, and uh, paprika and garlic chicken legs. Wow. How's that sound? That sounds, sounds wonderful. Sounds pretty good. All right. Well, there's four simple ingredients here. One, a tablespoon of garlic powder. Two, a tablespoon of smoked paprika. Uh, one teaspoon of fine sea salt. Three pounds of chicken legs or drumsticks. Uh, and one cup of water. So in a small bowl, combine the garlic powder, smoked paprika, and salt. Season the chicken legs with the seasoning mix. Add water to the Instant Pot and arrange the uh, chicken standing up, meat side, de- meaty side down. I guess okay, one yes. of the is a little, yes. little meatier than the other. Um, now, at this point... You are going to uh, be cooking it for roughly about uh, 15 minutes. Now, this is some sort of uh, a pressure cooker that they're using here in this okay, application. Okay, okay, okay. But you might use, you could use um, the Dutch ovens. Yes. For this, uh, which I use in my, my kitchen now that I have one. <laughs> and it's a beautiful decorated one. Yes. Uh, I don't get to see it when it's in the oven, so I don't really get what the decorations are for. <laughs> but it does the trick. Um, but this recipe, when you're putting the um, smoked paprika together, it's really just seasoning this all. And you do have a little water in there so it doesn't dry out, I guess. Uh, and let that cook. at a, This cooks at a high temperature at a, at a low time. I like to cook at a lower temperature a little bit longer because I, I like a nice juicy meal. Exactly. And I like to take my uh, my time. Anything I cook, I typically cook it a little lower, a little longer. Yes. And it prevents me from overcooking. Okay, exactly. That way. Exactly. Um, so the items there are simple to combine. It's really the smoked paprika that gives it smoked flavor with the hint of garlic. It's not a complicated uh, seasoning there. We have a mushroom sauce uh, recipe here uh, for uh, your chicken, and this is going to be a skillet cook. Oh, nice. Uh, you're going to have a quarter cup of flour. You can okay. use gluten-free flour if you want. A half teaspoon of salt, a quarter teaspoon of ground black pepper, Two pounds of the chicken uh, drumsticks, which are on sale, 99 cents a pound at Low General Stores everywhere. Two tablespoons of olive oil. A ten ounce uh, of ten ounces of mushrooms. Okay. Uh, you're gonna slice them each in half. You don't need oh, okay. The big wide mushroom. You slice them each in half. Uh, three garlic cloves minced. One tablespoon of olive oil. One cup of chicken stock. A quarter teaspoon of salt and a half cup of some heavy cream. Nice. Just don't hurt your back. It's going to be heavy. Correct. Uh, instructions are simple. Get out a small bowl, combine the flour, the half a teaspoon of salt, the quarter teaspoon of ground black pepper, and then on a large plate, uh, dredge out the chicken uh, drumsticks and uh, let this uh, seasoning flip them around, get them around, get it all coated evenly around your drumsticks. Heat up the two tablespoons of olive oil in a large skillet on medium heat. Add in the chicken drumsticks. Uh, the skin will brown in about four or five minutes or so until the skin gets that nice golden color. 
at that point, uh, flip the chicken legs over, get the other side brown. That's going to be about three minutes. Correct. Uh, at that point, uh, remove the drumsticks, set them aside. Also, whatever's floating in that olive oil that got too dark from browning the chicken and flour mixture, you want to remove that. Okay. So the same, now empty that skillet, add in the mushrooms that you've already sliced in half, the minced garlic, the extra tablespoon of olive oil is needed, uh, and then saute them together. You're going to put a medium heat for two to three minutes there. Correct. Uh, then add in the chicken stock. Uh, that was one cup of chicken stock to the skillet. Uh, scrape up all those bits from the bottom of the pan. Nice. Swirl it around. Yeah, exactly. Uh, get all that flavor off there. I was showing Dina how I do that with pork chops. Too. Okay. Uh, how do you get them? She said, how do you get them that golden color? I said, you got to swirl them in the pan before you take them out. Exactly. You're wasting all the flavor. Uh, add in the quarter teaspoon of salt and stir it up and uh, combine all that for easy chicken drumsticks with a creamy Mushroom sauce. Sounds absolutely. And those little bits. That's yeah. the best part. That sounds absolutely wonderful. And we're going to try to squeeze in one more quick one. This yep. is a short one. If you want something sweet and spicy, <laughs> how about sweet and spicy roasted drumsticks? Sounds good enough. Uh, get yourself two pounds of the drumsticks, a uh, quarter, a uh, half cup, excuse me, of olive oil, four tablespoons of brown sugar. Uh, one tablespoon of garlic powder, one tablespoon of ground cumin, uh, one and a half tablespoons of chili powder, and one tablespoon of paprika, and a half teaspoon of salt. Simply put your oven to 350 degrees. Let it preheat. Make sure that uh, this recipe here... If you're looking to eat healthy, of course, you want to remove the skin. Yep. If you want the flavor, leave the skin on. The choice is yours. But uh, you're going to take the, uh, the, the the chicken drumsticks. We put it in. I use, sometimes we'll use this, not typically on drumsticks, but it says use a gallon-sized Ziploc bag. And it's basically to let the powders. Right. gives you something to shake it up in. Right, right. Oh, a brown paper bag would work, too. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, but you're going to whisk together the olive oil along with the brown sugar and all those spices. Put the mixture on top of the chicken in the resealable plastic bag and let it marinate. Let it shake up in there. Let it sit. And this is calling for a 30-minute sit in the bag with all those flavorings. Well, You're going to put that into the fridge to marinate or let it marinate on the counter for 30 minutes. Should it be refrigerated for marination? I would. for for If you're going 30 minutes, I would. Yeah. Yeah. Place the chicken <laughs> legs then in a casserole dish and bake it for 40 minutes. It's an easy thing. The, most, the longest time besides the oven is sitting in the marinade bag because it's a quick thing to put together right. uh, to settle it in the fridge. Exactly. And uh, just be careful. Uh, you do want to check it sometimes because uh, the brown sugar can burn. Okay. So, you know, just check it. You, know, you may have to flip a piece over, mm -hmm. you know, just so you don't get that burning effect. All right, well, Chef Gary, that's going to blow out the show for today. You have time for one recipe? I have a time for one more, Jeff. A recipe for a good day. A warm smile, a good laugh, and a great meal. Thank All you, right. Jeff. Well, of course, uh, stay warm out there. Uh, enjoy the uh, the football this weekend with some chicken drumsticks. And you have plenty of recipes. Chicken drumsticks and some of those salads. Perfect. Man, he got a good Sunday. There you go. Or Saturday. Two days of football. That's right. All right. Well, thanks for being with us, Chef Gary. Back to the kitchen for you. Yes. All right. Well, cook well. Thank you, my friend.
Remember, Recipe for a Good Day can be heard every Wednesday, 9.05 a.m. But if you miss an edition or a portion of today's program, just visit LowGeneral.com. There you can see what's on sale this week at all Low General locations. And at the bottom of any page, you see, listen to Recipe for a Good Day and enjoy past editions and your time. Little General Stores is ready to serve you every day with great locally roasted coffee, as well as the best prices for all your deli meats. Little General Convenience Stores, we're here for you.